You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Uh, you know, we're in the off-season mode right now, so we've got a lot of things to talk about as far as the Browns are concerned and uh, a lot of waiting to do until they actually play another game, Daryl. Um, let's uh, let's go through some of the big headlines since the last time we went out, we were uh, in a podcast. I'm trying to remember, um, did we have the offensive coordinator change last time we talked? Uh, I think so. I can't I remember. I think we did too. The, the, yeah, day, just, the days just blend together for me. I, I don't remember. I know. They're all just days that end in day. Right, Daryl? <laughs> Sources confirm, yes. That's exactly what they are. All right, so let's move forward. It looks like the Browns have brought in a running backs coach. Is this yeah. true, or what do you yeah, think? Yeah, uh, Deuce Staley. Um, he's uh, been around. Um, uh, uh, former running back himself, 10 year veteran there, but, um, he, uh, was, uh, let go from Carolina last season. Remember he was a, a big hit on, uh, the Detroit Lions season of hard knocks. Oh yeah, that's right. Remember that. So, um, on the surface looks to be, uh, you know, a, a solid hire. Um, but, uh, why is he going to be better than stump Mitchell? I don't know. <laughs> Diff- different voice i guess yeah i think that's the other question too is like why would the next offensive coordinator be better than alex van pelt what are they looking for in these guys different voice that's really what it is it's all about yeah. different voice different voice someone that doesn't talk to the media as much <laughs> but they still have to they're required for, for, well about. you know uh, you know what i'm saying in, controllable in, media or uncontrollable media yeah, they would like them to stick to the controllable media that's that's yes. what certain position coaches that may no longer be employed by the Cleveland Browns. Yes, that's. <laughs> it does seem interesting that that's a reason. And that's all I'm like, going to say. Lose, but who wants to lose their job over just, you know, giving information about, I mean, depending on what the information is, as long as it's yeah, not it's the thing. detrimental there's... to the game plan. There's. Go it's, ahead. It's, it's ridiculous. Like there, there's no information that's worth anything that comes out of that building. Like that's the thing. Like, you know, it, it, it's a pretty tight ship, you know, Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski have cleaned up the circus. The Sunday morning hit pieces are long gone and in a distant memory. 
Um, you know, you, you don't have a lot of, you know, whatever gets out of that building is not coming from inside the building. It's usually coming from outside the building and, and things like that. So I just laugh at some of that kind of stuff. Um, I remember a story two or three regimes ago for a general manager that they literally celebrated and went out for beers because they found the mole. Yeah. Yeah. They and, found and, the mole. Yeah. And, you know, the the gamesmanship of planting fake news yes. to see where it, you know, it's it's the uh, they call it the blue dye test. Okay. Right? That, yeah. it, it's called uh, that's what it's called. The blue dye test where you. You, you share certain information with certain folks in the building, very limited in scope. So if it ends up in the media, you know who, uh, you know, disseminated the information. And again, I, I just kind of feel like that a lot of that's wasted energy. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, it's top secret stuff, this NFL stuff. It's yeah. uh, well, life and death and war yeah. and peace and, you know, I, very I just, military. Yeah, I, I think it's just wasted energy. But when you when you're constantly having – sourced hit pieces though right we all right that that's a different story uh, the source that, within the browns is telling me that they're going to wear orange brown and white next year i got it i got that from a good source uh, okay well my kids yeah my kids told me that I, that that's all right i i remember um i reported something about the uniforms and half the building got interrogated oh my god are you serious <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> what a waste of time i know it's a waste of time and energy but you know hey they you know that's they, they run a tight ship out there when it comes to the the flow of uh certain information but um yeah <laughs> I, I don't know how they're better today than they were at, at the end of the season with the you know the, the coaching, coaching changes but you know um we'll see you know all right let's uh let's talk about the cleveland sports awards miles garrett picking up uh big honor yeah he uh he was the uh, pro athlete of the year beat out uh, josh naylor and donovan mitchell um the browns won the moment of the year for uh the playoff season despite having half their star players on injured reserve um miles also got uh another award on wednesday the pro football writers voted him the nfl defensive player of the year Lamar Jackson was voted the league MVP hmm. and um, Christian McCaffrey was voted the offensive player of the year. Unfortunately, our awards aren't recognized by the NFL. It's the Associated Press Awards that matter. And uh, on Thursday, finalists for those, uh, which will be announced February 8th uh, in NFL honors, uh, I am taking an educated guess that the Browns will be re well represented on the, the finalist list. But I'll say this, Miles has a legit shot at winning the award now uh, because uh, only once in the last decade have the PFWA Award for right. Defensive Player of the Year and the AP NFL Honors Award differed. Really? How many times yeah. you say that they've been different? One time in the last 10 years. Wow. So it's a pretty good indication that I think Miles Garrett not only is going to be a finalist for that award, but he's going to win it in my view. So the other one that you're talking about, the when we talk about the AP awards, those are the ones that they announce at NFL honors, right? Is right. That what and, that is? and those are the ones that the bonuses and things like that. So oh, uh, wow. that, that are tied to, right? So, you know, if there's a defensive player of the year clause in a mm -hmm. contract, 
the PFWA does not Doesn't count matter. for that. Yeah. It's it is the the NFL Honors Award, uh, the the AP so, Award that's uh, you know recognized by the league and that you know fancy gold gold whatever yeah. gold trophy with the little shield logo and all that. That's mm-hmm. that's what those awards represent. The Associated Press Awards. I'm trying to think of the awards that they have just off the top of my head. I just don't I, uh, that they have the NFL Honors. Obviously, Coach of the Year. They do Executive of the Year. Uh, Assistant coach of the year, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, comeback player of the year, oh, comeback player of the year. That'd be interesting. Uh, Walter, that might be interesting. Walter Payton, man of the year. Uh, Jim Brown, running back of the year. Right. The, the well, that just goes to the rushing uh, oh. champion. So it's the. Jim oh, it doesn't Brown, matter. Yeah, the Jim Brown. Well, it does matter, but the Jim Brown award goes to the rushing champion for the season. So whoever has the most yards. Correct. Yeah, okay. It doesn't, uh, so that's no... not a vote. Um, and then the the class of 2024 for the Hall of Fame will be unveiled. And they're not, and they're doing NFL honors. I think it, it February is a Thursday. Let me look at my calendar here. Yeah. It's a third, it's the Thursday before the Super Bowl. Um, oh. so um, I don't know why they're doing it that way. You used, remember they used to do it on Saturday night before the Super Bowl? Right before television. It's gotta be television. Yeah, it's gotta be too. Yeah. So and um I forget who's hosting this year, but um, I, I don't anticipate there'll be any Browns jokes in the monologue this year. No? Oh, that takes all the fun out of it. That doesn't give us a reason to talk about it in the morning then. Well, and... Um, Other than the people that might win. Yeah. Uh, the, the, one, the one thing that I used to enjoy about those shows is, you know, the late Jim Brown would always attend. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so every time a Browns joke would get... Because this is back in the days when the Browns were crap and they just... right. They, they were an embarrassment to the sport of football. Sure. Uh, they they would put the camera on Jim Brown, and he'd just like stare into the camera like he was ready to get up and r- rip someone's head off for making fun of the Browns. He just he's intimidating, that, man. He yeah, was he, he was death stare. He right was so he intimidating. Mean uh, the camera. <laughs> Without saying a word, you know Jim Brown was pissed. Yeah, Dewan Jones picked up an honor this year, this week too, didn't he? He picked yeah, up a rookie. Yeah, he was in yeah. the PFWA All Rookie Team. At tackle. Yeah. Uh Miles Garrett was uh all NFL, as was Joel Batonio. Uh or I should say, no, Joel Batonio was all AFC and Garrett was also all AFC for PFWA. So um, because all, all of our awards are coming out this week. So okay. yeah, uh we're getting all of ours uh, out of the way. So league MVP and all that stuff was announced. We've got um, coach of the year, um, rookie. Uh, no, hang on. I, I got the email uh, of the uh, announcement schedule. I guess I should have looked all this up before the podcast. Uh, we've got, um, there's still more, there's uh, awards being announced Thursday uh, as well as Friday. And again, these, these aren't officially recognized uh, by the league. Um, so Thursday, they're going to announce coach of the year, executive of the year, and assistant coach of the year. And then Friday is comeback player of the year and most improved player of the year. So, and if you're wondering, yes, I cast ballots for all these. I took me like four hours because it, it's oh, not only it. the individual awards, but it's, it was all NFL. Then it was all AFC, all NFC, all rookie oh, team. Um, but Good on, for you. Top, on top of all the, how many, uh, just quickly, how many people out of Cleveland vote? Uh, every member of the pro football writers. 
Okay. So, so a lot, a lot of, lot of people that cover the team. So uh, I know myself, uh, of the people that I know, I know for right. a fact myself, Mary Kay Cabot, uh, Scott Petrack, uh, Chris Easterling, um, just basically the regular people. Jeff Shadell, those yeah, guys. Yeah, right. Chanel, yeah, like um, whoever pays their dues because they check to make sure your dues Terry are Pluto paid. Terry Pluto, probably Terry, but, Terry in there or two. I, I don't know. It depends if he pays his dues or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about paying our dues when we come back. Got to pay. Um, you had a chance to, Daryl. You had a chance to catch up with some people at the Cleveland Sports Awards. We're going to talk about that when we come back. It's always game day in Cleveland. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential, and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love. You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Anything to say, my friend? Uh, happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. Uh, sports betting, been legal now for uh, over a year. And uh, BetQL's got some advice for you. They want to help you make the most important bets possible. You can get all of today's best bets. Head to BetQL.com or download the BetQL app, which is a pretty good idea. And claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan, where you can get all those exclusive sportsbook offers. Hmm. All right, you were at the Cleveland Sports Awards. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? That was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, Andrew Barry accepted on behalf of Miles Garrett. Joel Batonio, God love him, in a walking boot. Uh, accepted wow. uh, the, the moment of the year. Uh, he he had a real bad high ankle sprain right. uh, against Houston. Like uh, one of those that like he probably would have, if it was a regular season, he probably would have missed six weeks. Wow, that, that's how bad it was. And they they made him feel good for a few few <laughs> minutes there, so he could come back uh, and finish the game. Is that in gummy bear flavor or is that just straight out? Oh, no, 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 no. The, no, that is, that is Dr. Numb a lot. Ah, so, uh, um, you feel good. Yeah. So yeah, once that wears off though, you, you not feeling so good. No. Um, so yeah, so he's still in the walking boot. I mean, obviously he'll be fine once off season program comes and all that kind of thing, but it just speaks to the severity of the injury and how tough he was to, come back in the middle of that game and how much it meant for him. 
to uh, to finish that game. But uh, so it was good to see him. Obviously, all the fingers are crossed that Bill Callahan doesn't leave for the Tennessee Titans because his you think he's leaving. Well, I don't know. It's weird. Coach. I mean, I, I like Jeff and I have debated this, and Jeff made a really good argument. Like, I, I you know, it's funny, our, and I'm not ripping our 2020 anchors, but like every every update, we were like, oh, you know, Callahan's son got the job, and you know, oh, that could mean it. Like they speculated in every update. That could mean his dad's going with him. That could be his dad's going with him. That means his dad could be going. I, I don't know. I mean, the part of you has got to say, I want to work with my son. But the other part of you is, and Jeff, this is the point Jeff brought up. He's like, he has one cranky old dad around. Yeah. I mean, do you want your dad hanging over your shoulder the whole time? <laughs> right. I saw, I, if I'm Bill Callahan, I'm staying in Cleveland, man. I, he's got a good, and he's so good at what he does. He's so well-respected. I, I will say this. He, I think he's in a great place if he wants to stay here. If he did leave Andy, it'd be a big, big loss for the Browns. Like, he he means a lot. Andrew Berry, you know, uh, you know, obviously understands how valuable Callahan is. Kevin Stefanski does as well. Uh, Betonio praised him. Uh, yeah, I heard him we, after the yeah, awards. Yeah, when we visited with him at the sports awards. Um, so, yeah, he he means a lot. Um and he's a big reason why they've been able to plug and play so many guys in recent years. I mean, DeWan I mean, Jones, he really is. DeJuan me, Jones is the case study of how good of an offensive line coach Bill Callahan is, okay? Because I am not exaggerating. When I say during rookie minicamp, DeJuan Jones, like, almost had to puke in a bucket in between reps. Like, it, he struggled. Um and Callahan worked with him during the camp, worked with him all throughout the offseason program, and turned him into a legit starter. I mean, he got thrown in there when Jack Conklin got hurt, and they didn't skip a beat. He was just absolutely fantastic. And, I mean, that right there shows you. Now, granted, DeWan has the talent, and but my point is that Callahan took a guy with raw talent that really – you know, getting through that rookie minicamp was an, you know, an uphill battle. Um, and Duan, at least from the writer's point of view, and th- listen, this is a national thing. Like, this is every NFL market with members of the pro football writers vote on these, uh, vote on these teams and these awards. And Dewan was so good, even not in 11 playing, games, right? Did even not even playing a full yeah. season. And he was good enough to make the all-rookie team a tackle. So that speaks to how good of a job that Bill Callahan did. And then also, too, uh, how well Dewan Jones, um, you know, got himself prepared uh, to, to play at this level. So, yeah, um, I hope he doesn't leave. I mean, I, if I had to handicap it, I don't know. I mean, I, I would lean more toward he stays than goes. But – you know, there is the family aspect of it. Um, I certainly understand why people are, you know, having the conversation. And the reason why they're having the conversation, Andy, is because Bill's just so good at his job. That's that's why it even matters. Like, um, yes, position coaches matter. Absolutely, 100%. But they're not the ones out in front every day having to deal with the media and answer the questions about why things are going well or not so well. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. They're they're working in the background. They're they're doing the grunt work on a, on a daily basis, and so they don't get the type of uh, adulation publicly 
mm-hmm. that you know some of them really do deserve. And I would say Callahan's one. I I would argue he is. If if he's not the best offensive line coach in football, he's he's definitely top two. Like I, I don't know who would be better than him. Right. You know, if so, if someone were to throw in a what, but I, I I think he is uh, the best offensive line coach in football, and that's why it's so important um, that he stays with the Browns. And hey, that's just talking about to talking about Dewan Jones for a second, though. You you how does he not start next season? It's because you've got Jack Conklin. If he comes back, and then yeah, because you're paying Jack Conklin. That's that's the only reason. Now is the other I side think, open. That's the question. I I think the mistake they made was picking up that 14 million option on Jed Wills. Um, because I I would have put Dewan over at left tackle. Uh, but the other thing too is. There's no such thing as having too much depth, right? Uh, th- and, this is the exact conversation Jeff and I had on the air because if he's like, Jack, well, he's going to knock somebody out. And I'm like, well, here's the you know what, too. Jeff? Man, we watch all these guys get hurt all season. Sorry, think think about all those injuries that Jed has played through, all those injuries he's played through his first couple of years in the league, right? right. Like every year the dude is banged up. And and I'm not criticizing him. He can't help that he gets hurt. But the fact of the matter is he gets banged up, and and it's tough on him. Well, guess not. Guess what you have the luxury of doing now? Oh, Jed, you turned your ankle. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to make you play through it, and you know, you're getting false starts or holds or sack, giving up sacks or whatever. We're, well, Dewan's got you covered for a couple of weeks to get healthy again. Like now, you have that luxury, right? Right. Or no, I'm not totally with you. Something happens again to Jack Conklin, right? Well, guess what? You got Dewan Jones ready to step in there. So the blessing from this past season is that. With all the injuries, they did play a lot of guys, um, especially on the offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. And they got guys reps. They got guys experience. Um, and for the most part, the offensive line held up pretty well. Now, the uh, AFC wildcard game, a little different story. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the Houston Texan defensive ends, pretty good. And there wasn't a whole lot that the Browns were doing to slow those guys up, right? Uh, right. In that game. So that's where it finally reared its ugly head, uh, all the injuries uh, up front. But yeah, you go into next year with three starting offensive tackles. Uh, I don't really see a problem there. You're paying two of them very well in Conklin and Wills and right. a very capable starter. He's a middle round draft pick. You're paying a couple hundred grand to. Right. So, I I don't even think that there's much of a discussion to even be had about that at this point. Like they got three guys for two spots. Perfect. Hmm. All right, let's do this, Daryl. We're going to come back in a moment and we are going to discuss the playoffs and this B. We're talking about that next. It's always game day. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. All right, before we get into the NFL playoffs, let's discuss this beat. Can you see it? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm just and glad. I'm just glad it's not. Is, I'm glad it's not a Red Sox B. No. That's good. Do you it want to guess who like it is? It doesn't look like it's a Bruins B. It is not a Bruins B. You're in the right area though. Um. It is hockey related. I'm oh, sure. have I already told you this then or no? No, I'm I okay. um, you've probably seen it before, but you is, don't realize it. Is it a Cleveland Barons? It is not. It oh, is not. I thought I had it. I, I thought I had it. I thought you're it close a, though. A, a close. Um, it's not Blue Jackets. Nope. Um, it is in the north. It is in the north. Ooh. Uh, Tell no. me when you're ready. Does yeah. Meredith know? Yeah, Meredith, I, pop in if you think you know. If you don't, don't pop I, in. I, I I don't think I, I I'm drawing a blank. Well, it is over before I figure it out. That's fine. They are in the same division as the monsters. They're in the North Division. They are the Belleville oh, it's the AHL Senators. It's an AHL. Oh. But I get more compliments and thought they're like, oh, is that the Browns logo? And the more I look at it, I want it to be the Browns logo. Uh, no. Why? No. It's pretty. It's the Ottawa Senators AHL team. Why are you wearing gear from the Ottawa Senators organization? Why are so you not wearing my... Monsters gear? Well, I don't What's have any Lake Monsters gear. gear. If I had a Lake Erie Monsters jacket that was like this, I would wear it all the time. Uh, I have to correct. We have, they're now the Cleveland Monsters. Sorry, Cleveland Monsters. Yeah, you're right. So, so be a C. And well, and they're, uh, they're very, they're new very good. The that they gave up, they gave, came up with this year. Pretty sweet. Yeah, they are like but, N- uh, it's, NHL quality gear that the the monsters wear. Oh, for sure. They were they were top notch stuff. The AHL does a nice job of that. No, they um <clears throat> it's a buddy of mine who's a uh, friend of mine, his dad's a scout for them. It was oh. was a big time coach in the NFL. Ding and ding. So I wear it all the time, but I can't tell you how many times people come up to me and say, and and people are listening to the podcast are like, what are they talking about? If you're watching on YouTube, you definitely know what we're talking about. Okay. But so, it's the Belleville so, Senators. Yeah, well, and he's wearing a, uh, a a poofy jacket that has... Which I love. It's so comfortable. Uh, and it's not yeah, like poofy. all poofy. It's like yeah. sweatpants. Yeah, it's poofy jacket season. Nothing wrong I with it. I love this jacket. Uh, I actually have a couple of these with different logos from different places. It's hoodie season for me. Yeah, I'm a hoodie uh, guy, too. I'm a three-quarter guy. Yeah, I'm just wearing... Because my sister lives in Seattle, so I'm, you know... My oh, sister. look at you representing Seattle. What's say on the bottom? Seattle, Seattle oh, Washington. Washington. There we go. There we go. There it is. Ugh. Wow, look at you go. All right, let's get into the playoffs before we start uh, boring people completely to death here. Uh, here we go. We're into the conference championships. Let me ask you this question first. How far away are the Browns from being in a conference championship? Mm. On paper, they're close. But as far as They did beat there? 50% of the teams in the, in the conference championship. Yeah, I... As it stands right now, I don't think that 
next year you'll find the Browns in the conference championship just because there are just too many questions. Hmm. And, and a lot of them surround the quarterback and how he's going to play. Um, it's just too much of an unknown quantity for me to see him. Oh yeah. Browns are going to be, uh, they're right there next year. I, I don't know. Are you going to sound and, like a, a, an 89 year old woman? When you no. And here's the, other, well, here's the other thing too. Uh, I go back to the 2020 season, right? Uh, right. We're all ready to back up the Brinks truck and give Baker Mayfield $300 million. And two years later, he's gone into Sean's here and the team didn't make the playoffs. But they did and, back and, up and, that brink truck, and 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 Baker suffered suffered a couple of injuries and stuff that that wrecked a couple seasons. So, um, I mean, Deshaun Watson's had two seasons here and not done a whole lot. Let's let's be honest about it. We've we've been teased. Although a what bit. four and one this year? I mean, they were. But four I'm and just one saying, like uh, Joe, Joe Flacco had a better five game stretch than Deshaun Watson's had in twelve games with the Browns. So. Or any quarterback um, for that matter. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, I mean, any quarterback in, in Brown's history, um, even going back to the days of Otto Graham. So I um I I think that this team goes as far as Deshaun Watson carries them. Like that's he he's he's the X factor. If he plays in an MVP level, like if he plays like Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen minus the interceptions, and yeah, then I, I would say the Browns are close. The, the very real possibility a year from now that they're in the uh, the conference championship game, but I just have no inclination of what to expect from Deshaun Watson uh, in the twenty twenty four. So until I know that, it's real hard for me to make any uh, rah rah prognostication that uh, the Browns are close to making a Super Bowl for the first time ever. All right, so Daryl, I was doing a little writing earlier this week, and I you know I, I wrote down a sentence. You know, there are four teams that haven't been to the Super Bowl. Um, the could Jags, be free. The, could the be Jags, down to three after Sunday. The Browns and the Lions, and then you know I'm like, and I kept writing about the history and the history and the history, and then once I finished it, I was like, wait a second, our history is 99. Our franchise did go on to win a Super Bowl in another city, and I'm sorry whether you want to believe that or not, but that is the truth. And so when I look at Detroit, they're kind of on an island under their own. What? Because 95 is when Jackson Jacksonville came into the league. Yeah, and so I still, you know, we, it's just, so this was a reality weekend for me that, you know, keeping the name and the images and and everything erased in my mind the fact that we were an expansion team, and it was really the first time that that hit me when I was writing that earlier this week because you know we are going to see the graphic this weekend during the championships, especially yeah. when Detroit plays, uh, when Detroit you know, plays you know the Niners, has the longest conference title game drought in the NFL. The Browns. And the Browns had it even before the Lions got there. <laughs> Browns wow, had the yeah. longest title game, uh, conference title game drought dating back to 1989. Everyone else has at least been there one time since then. Hmm. Uh, you, you know, like Jaguars been there. Uh, Panthers have made a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, you know, Texans came in a league in 2002, so they're kind of exempt from that. But, like, it's – Here's the but thing. Then aren't we exempt from that too? Then, if you're yeah, if you're going to exempt uh, them, you got to exempt the Browns. So here's Sorry. the thing. So like when you bring up the records and stuff, like the whole point was to fight to keep the records and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The was team has the, the the team has sucked so bad since coming back, and I divide them. You know, I do a lot. I do too. I always say post ninety nine, but like I have the reality. Yeah, I do of a knowing lot of that we're going to see this graphic, Daryl. 
Yeah. And it's going to be a reminder that I, our I franchise itself. Since 1999. The Bra- you want to know what the Browns record is since 1999, Andy? And no, this, I don't. And this, no. Is, this is with Kevin Stefanski being 37 and 10 as head coach. The Browns are 138, 264, and one in the regular season since 1999. Killing me, Smells. Killing me. All, all of those, uh, you know, all of those records that they had built up, even, you know, before the franchise uh, moved to Baltimore, like that outstanding win percentage that they have and all that. Right. Like that is the, the Browns are now a below 500 franchise. Oh, I know. I know. Because of this expansion era and how bad it's been. The good news is that they finally have a head coach in Kevin Stefanski, uh, who has done what only Paul Brown has done. And that's win uh, 11 games in a regular season, multiple times. He's the winningest coach since Marty Schottenheimer. He's the first coach since Marty Schottenheimer to take him to the playoffs multiple times before getting fired. Like, I, I mean, it's it, it's like the Joe Flacco stat, right? The the 16 yards and 13 touchdowns, best five-game stretch by a Browns quarterback in their first five games in history, right? I mean, it, it's a great stat considering the franchise goes all the way back to 1946, but it also amplifies just how much this – franchise has had really crappy quarterbacks it's like kareem garcia who had one of the greatest halves in the history like outside of major league of, baseball outside of otto graham and brian sype and bernie kozar they've had crap at quarterback you know what i'm saying no i hear you, I hear you. And, and and so you know that's why like i try and separate um you know the browns used to do, you know have dominant records against the Steelers and the Bengals and all, all that stuff's been wiped out because they've been getting their ass kicked for 25 years by all their divisional opponents. Right. That'll do it. it. it, it it's a shame, but yeah, the graphics going to be, there. by the way, the Cleveland Browns are the only team in the league that has had nothing to do with Super Bowl Sunday ever. At least the lions, the Jaguars and Texans have all hosted a Super Bowl. Oh, man. Browns are the only franchise to have had nothing to do with Super Bowl Sunday. And it's one of the reasons I advocate for building the dome because that might be the only chance Cleveland has to having something to do with a Super Bowl <laughs> is if they have a dome for it to be played in. <clears throat> that because, is a brutal stat. I never thought of that. It, it, it's it's just been such an uphill climb. Now again, they have, you know, like you know, Miles Garrett is going to be the first defensive player of the year in franchise history. I, I think he'd be the first in franchise history to win that award. I know he's the first in team history to win the PFWA award which went back to 1992. Brian Sype won the MVP from the PFWA in 1980, and then he also won the he, – he, he did win the league MVP that year uh, as well. But those are the only Browns player of the year slash MVP honorees from the pro football writers in franchise history. So, you know, that can change. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Deshaun has to play like Pat Mahomes and – Lamar Jackson, like I love what Lamar Jackson said on Wednesday when he was asked about, you know, thoughts of having to go through Pat Mahomes. And he's like, well, to be a champion, you got to go through the champions. I, I sure. thought that, that was a brilliant comment. You like it? No, I don't like it. He's really good. Like, no, I don't like going, but to, to do it, we have to do it. Right. All right, Daryl, we got about a minute here. Pick your winners. Ready? Uh, Lions, Niners, go. I want the Lions, but I think San Francisco is going to win. I concur. Kansas City, Baltimore. I want the Chiefs, but I think Baltimore is going to win. 
And here is why I want a Brown, uh, I want a Lions and Chiefs Super Bowl. Are you ready for this? Go for it. Because I want Taylor Swift, Eminem, yep. and Usher. Boom! There's your Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> Taylor and Swift in one suite, Eminem in another suite, and there's Usher in the middle of the field doing the halftime show. And Jason Kelsey on stage dancing with no shirt on. Well, there's that too. You got to give me your picks for the, what do you? Uh, I, I'm there with you. I, I feel exactly the same way. I want the Lions to win. I want Kansas City to win. I just think having the week off still helps these guys. Baltimore could get even healthier going in, into this weekend. Um, I, I just think Baltimore is the best team in the NFL. Baltimore will win the Super Bowl too, yeah. Here's, which is really kind want- of bothering. But I, I just think they're better than the Niners. And I just have visions of Baltimore playing against DTR and just how dominant they were in that game. But you know what would be great? is if the Niners and Baltimore do make the Super Bowl, they'll be talking about one thing, and it's how did Cleveland beat both of these teams. So yeah. I can live with that. So. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. The Ravens are now two victories away from having three times the Vince Lombardi trophies than the Cleveland Browns have playoff victories since 1999. There's your And real- with that depressing note, we thank <laughs> Meredith Kane, our amazing <laughs> producer. Thank you, Meredith. Uh, We'll be back again later this week with a second edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Thanks for listening. It is always game day in Cleveland. 